Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected this. Seven up, seven up. Get behind the scenes and relive the drama. Don't talk to him. He's a little twerk. All of this is unimportant to me. With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell you something right now. This is Getting Real with the Housewives. Fabulous. Going with the weird fabulous. Now, here is your host. Hey guys, welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives, a Housewives podcast from right here at Us Weekly, where we break down all your latest Housewives news, give you exclusive interviews with your favorite ladies, and dish the dirt on all things Real Housewives related. I'm your host, Christina Garibaldi. And I'm your co-host, Joe Drake. Now this week, we sit down with Melissa Gorga, who gives advice to Denise Richards and reveals how she feels about filming during a pandemic. And we also have an exclusive interview with the one and only Brandi Glanville herself after her explosive appearance on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. There is so much news going on, Joe, and we have to get right into it. We have to talk about Brandy, I mean, and Denise. Finally, we made Uh, it. Christina, finally. How many episodes of this podcast have we had? And I think every (laughs) single one we're like, so when are we going to get to the Brandy and Denise drama? (laughs) Finally, here we are. What is it? July 24th. We did it. We have it. We have the drama. (laughs) You know, normally we don't do this, but because there is so much going on with Beverly Hills news this week and a lot to follow up with, with the Brandy Denise drama that finally revealed itself, I feel like we have to jump right into the clip of the week, shall we? Oh, let's do it. Let's listen to the clip of the week and then we can unpack it all. The first night we met, something happened. Denise and I, we went out and we had dinner. We completely click. We get absolutely wasted. So we go to the restroom and all of a sudden, we're making out. No matter what you do, you can't tell Aaron. He will kill me. I'm like, what the is happening right now? I would have never slept with Denise if I thought that Aaron was not okay with it. And he knew I was going out of town with her. He knew we had made out before. There was no question in my mind that Aaron was okay with all of this. Oh Oh my God, so much. (laughs) So much. So yeah, so Brandy finally admitted that she hooked up with Denise um, multiple times. Uh, first times. time, yeah. First time they were drunk and made out. Second time, everything happened. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was interesting because this whole time that we've been waiting for the, I guess, the bomb to drop. I kind of thought it was going to be more about the threesome action. I right. kind of forgot that there was a lot of side play <laughs> with that. Yeah, 
Totally. But I mean, this is, I mean, it's, it's, it's shocking. I mean, we were not, I mean, we knew that this was coming, but we didn't know like kind of how it went down. Like Brandy went to visit her on set. Right. They hooked up while her kids were in the house. Yeah. I mean, like there's just so many different layers to this. So luckily Brandy was nice enough to speak with us. Yes. To speak with our colleague Brody. She jumped on the phone with him and she told us that she is not lying about this. I didn't, you know, I, I kind of, I don't know. I don't know if I believe her. I don't know. I don't know. But she says that she's not lying. People can say whatever they want to say, but it's not a secret anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because I had friends texting me during the episode on Wednesday night and they were like, I don't know if I 100% believe her. I mean, clearly it Mm -hmm. takes two to tango. So definitely need Denise to take. And part of me is like, is Brandy Glanville the most trustworthy person? Does she embellish? Probably. Does she tell a white lie? Probably. I mean, so (laughs) I don't know. It's sort of like, did they consensually hook up or was like one sort of doing like heavy petting and the other passed out? Like there's a lot of things that could have happened, (laughs) especially because they were drinking. So it's like, I'm sure memories are foggy. So it's, I don't know. I don't know what to believe. I don't either. Well, it was interesting that Kyle, because obviously Kyle and Brandy have had a tumultuous past. They didn't always get along. But Kyle said on the show, like, I believe her. Like, she has no reason to lie. So I'm going to believe Brandy. So that was interesting. And it's like Brandy said to us, you know, she doesn't have any reason to lie. She felt like Denise kind of hit it and quit it. And she was kind of done with it. And Which I I, I kind of can see that happening. I don't know why, but it sort of makes sense to me. Yeah, well, so what was also interesting, I mean, she also said it in the show, was when, you know, the next morning when Denise was like, you can never tell Aaron about this, he would kill me. And so maybe that's why it never came about because, I mean, we've seen Aaron on the show and, you know... He's not my favorite house husband. No, no. He's turned into one of the wackiest house husbands, I think. Uh, Even though he's very attractive, and I can totally see why maybe they would have a threesome, but he is definitely a weirdo. I mean, but sources said that Aaron was on this trip with them in Northern California. Oh, interesting. When Brandy joined Denise on set. But that was not the story that Brandy told. You know, Brandy said that she didn't even see him there. So whether he was there or not, I guess that doesn't affect the story that they slept in the same bed together and hooked up. Brandy continued to tell us that the morning after, I was just kind of in shock by it. And in terms of Denise, she continued to be really nice to me and she would text me to check in, but she was just very unavailable. She definitely hit it and quit it, like you said. (laughs) And then Brandy was like, oh, shit, this bit? <laughs> <laughs> well, in a, so Denise has been denied, denied, denied ever since the beginning, ever since this came out. Yes. You know, in the teaser, we see how this all kind of blows up when they go to Rome and, you know, it kind of comes out and it'll be interesting to see Denise's reaction at first. But Brandy, it's surprising that she's actually speaking out about this a little bit because Denise did give her a cease and desist. So right. she really can't speak too much about it. Yeah. But thank you, Brandy, for taking the time to speak with us. We really appreciate yes, it. Yes, thank you, Brandy. Um, Come on the podcast anytime. I know anytime. you're busy. You can only jump on the phone with Brody. But anytime you want to talk to us, <laughs> we, we are here. We are available. <laughs> well, Andy, so they also, they shot the Real Houses of Beverly Hills reunion recently. Yes. And we'll talk about that a little bit more in a little bit. But I, I think Brandy will be sitting down with Andy Cohen in some way, yes. shape or form during this as well. So we'll probably hear from her a little bit more coming up. I'm just glad that we finally got it. Let's just reiterate again. 
Brandy was on the show. She filled the beans to Kyle and to Teddy. Kim Richards was there making her great supporting actress appearance. I mean, it just, it all played out the way I wanted it to. And like Teddy's Uh face when Brandy broke the news, I think she spoke for all of us Beverly Hills fans. We were just like eating it up with a spoon, eyes wide open. Seriously. And we have to uh, thank Kim on this one because Kim is the really the one that got the ball rolling. Yes. Applause for Kim. (laughs) Thank you. Because she had Brandy in the car. I think there was something maybe probably a little bit pre like she knew Brandy was going to come in the house. But she was like, oh, we're going to dinner. Should I invite Brandy in? It was like, yes, come on, Kim, bring her in. (laughs) And then Kim's like, Brandy, don't you have something that you want to say? Yeah, right. (laughs) So so thank you, Kim, for that. Um, So after the episode aired, Denise then got into a little bit of a social media spat with Teddy Mellencamp. Yeah. So So basically, Brandy said that Denise said that Teddy will never achieve the fame of her father, that she's always living in her father, John Mellicam's shadow. Yeah. So then afterwards, what did Teddy do? So Teddy went on social media and sort of screenshotted this conversation that she had with her famous father, John Mellencam, mm-hmm. and took to Twitter, shared the screenshot of a text message she received from her dad that read, I know you are busy living in my shadow. <laughs> and, then, and then sent a meme that read, Dennis Richards, never heard of him. I think that was clearly this, <laughs> Very blatant dig. Kind of funny, though, against Denise. And he right. wrote back, you know who Denise is, Dad. She's the girl who mentions Charlie Sheen every episode. Love you, call your mom. <laughs> well, I love it. And then, of course, Denise fired back, says, grown-ass women stooping to that level. Sorry. I never said you live in your dad's shadow, ever. I, I don't care what you were told. Yeah, this was interesting, though, because before we yeah. even got the the lesbian affair drama, which we all were waiting for, Brandy was dropping mini bombs like, yeah, you, Teddy. She thinks you live in your father's shadow. She doesn't like you, Kyle. She thinks Garson, like just sort of like on a rampage about what Denise has allegedly told Brandy behind the scenes. And I think that was just as shocking because we knew that Denise and Teddy weren't the best of friends. But I think mm. Teddy was shocked to hear that her father was even sort of mentioned in this right. and that she would sort of go off like that. So that was interesting. And clearly this has become now an issue as we saw on social media between the yeah. two of them. Throwing grenades all over all the place. All over. <laughs> but we also have some other, actually let's, let's go into the reunion yes. talks because so as we discussed, they filmed the reunion. We know that this cease and desist exists, but it seems like that really affected the reunion taping, right? Yeah. Lisa, as we spoke about last week, commented that this cease and desist sort of made it, what, quote, bullshit for her. And yep. she didn't really enjoy mm-hmm. it. But Garcelle actually came out and told us that it wasn't. Everyone clearly has their own opinion. But Garcelle says, that's not the stance I would share. But she has her reason why she feels that way. So clearly, I think other people were able to speak a bit more freely. But I bet I bet Rinna really wanted to go there with Denise. And because of the cease and desist, she couldn't. And I think in Housewives reunion history, right. this I have to look it up, but could have been the only time that like the law really got involved in this way. Right. No, it's totally. And then so following the taping. Yeah. So Lisa then unfollowed Garcelle. Garcelle unfollowed (laughs) Lisa. And so she told us that she wouldn't say that their friendship is over, but they're not going to have any sleepovers anytime soon. Yeah, which that was (laughs) interesting. I mean, it was an unfollow bloodbath after that reunion. I think more so than any other reunion in Housewives history, but I feel like it is, I know it's childish, but it is sort of the best way for 
the ladies to tell the world I'm done with so-and-so I'm done with so-and-so and And it might be catty but I'm kind of here for it because I'm so here for it (laughs) if someone pisses me off Christina I don't know if you do this but I'm a big muter I don't unfollow Uh I mute people that annoy me because I don't want them (laughs) to know that I unfollowed them but I'm like I can't stand you anymore because of your annoying post mute and I'm sure people have done it to me it's fine but it's very much like the 2020 thing to do is like the big unfollow is like oh, a totally. shocker. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Well, we also have some other Beverly Hills news. Lisa Renna's daughter yes. opened up about being forced to be on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, right? Yeah. She, she went on Instagram and said she doesn't usually post about it. But when they were talking about mental illness, she said that lying about mental illness is disgusting, something I hope no one would ever do. And she was talking about her anorexia, but she went on to say, sorry, but I'm forced to be on the Housewives by my mom. Now, this was just one sentence in sort of a lengthier post. And people really picked up on the word force because people were like, "Uh, Mm -hmm. she's forcing you to be on it. Well, then she went on to do another Instagram story saying, can everyone please calm down and stop? My mom is so, so amazing. She quote, encouraged me to be on the show in my opinion. So we went from force to encourage. Right, to encourage. Two totally different words. Two totally different (laughs) words. What do you think about it? Um, you know... Because she was, I, she said, know, I was 12 when this sort of started. She was young when right. I joined the show. I mean, I guess, you know, when you're 12, you don't really have a choice. No. You can't be like, mom, I don't really want to do this. Right. And, you know, you're 12 years old. And, you know, maybe at the time it seemed something that was cool. And, you know, or, and maybe over time, she didn't really want to do it anymore because obviously it maybe affected her mental health. And she doesn't, now that she's part of the storyline, right. they expect her to be there. Yeah. So maybe it's a little bit of both. I, I don't think know. it's a little bit of both. I mean, I wouldn't say that Amelia is a featured player on the show by any means. I mean, right. we saw her this week. That was a hoot when she oh was uh, Kyle's daughter who was working as yeah. a realtor. And she was mm-hmm. like listing all the things she wants for her apartment in either West Hollywood or Beverly Hills. I think she said oh my God, her yeah. preferred neighborhoods. I, I like couldn't, I couldn't sit through that. It was unbelievable. I it mean, was. I appreciated that Lisa was even like, my first apartment had cockroaches because yeah. one thing I did say to my friends when I was watching it, I texted them, I was like, someone that is really self-made is Lisa Rinna. She's not, she didn't come from huge money. You know, she climbed her way in LA as an actress and has done really well for herself. So I appreciate that. But here we are with Amelia with all of her demands. (laughs) (laughs) All of her demands. So many demands. I I wouldn't (laughs) complain that she was quote forced to be on the show because that show is paying for your doorman, hon. <laughs> yeah, seriously, seriously. All right, let's shift on over to Atlanta because we actually had some really big casting news this week. We have two new women joining the show. Uh, first up is Drew Sedora. Yeah. So she is going to be uh, joining uh, the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And then we also confirmed that Canadian YouTuber Latoya Ali, a.k.a. Latoya Forever, will also be appearing on the upcoming season. So, Joe, who are these women that we're going to get to know? Yeah, so Drew, you guys may know her from That's So Raven, The Game. She's an actress. She also appeared in Step Up. And she's actually, she actually played T-Boz in, if you remember, Crazy Sexy Cool, the TLC story on VH1 back in 2013. (laughs) That's her. I love that. I love that. Oh my God, amazing. That's awesome. Latoya Ali, this is interesting. You know, she's Canadian and she's this big YouTuber 
I actually went on her Instagram page to make sure because I was like, wait a second, are they casting someone from Canada and making them move to Atlanta? So as of today, her Instagram page has her location set as Atlanta and Toronto. Um, I I wonder when she moved there because I'm a firm believer that when you're casting these shows, you've got to cast people in the city. Yes, I agree. And I don't I agree. know her history. Maybe she has spent, she's been in Atlanta a long time. Maybe some of the fans can comment and let me know if she has been. But, you know, she is Canadian. I just don't want pe- them to cast people and ask them to move. Like we talked last week about Jana Kramer in Nashville. It's like, no, find people that live there. Right. I'm sure there's plenty of people in Atlanta, yeah. plenty of women in Atlanta, plenty of women in Beverly Hills that would just be perfect. But it seems like they are casting people that are a little bit well-known. Yeah. You know, kind of having a little bit of a fan base yeah, before they come in. Yeah, we about this. The Denise Richards, yeah. you know, Drew Sidor mm-hmm. is an actress. They're not shying away from the actors and actresses. Or I should no. say actresses. It used to just be, you know, ye old housewife down the street. And now it's like, they want names and people they that want have names. recognition. And I don't blame them because these women who are actresses are more than willing to go on Housewives because it's such a hit show. Right. Also interesting, LaToya is only 33. Yes. And, you know, a lot younger than several of the other housewives. It seems like maybe they're, they are skewing a little younger now, too, because, what, Leah is only 37? Yeah. So who knows? Maybe they're kind of going younger and a little bit more well-known. Definitely. And it's interesting, too, because as we talked about before, as people know, Eva is no longer going to be on Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And, but with these two new additions to the show, I wonder if that is knocking someone else off because there's the continued speculation that Nini will be, quote, fired or she's leaving. I mean, like we've said in past episodes, her manager, Stephen Grossman, did confirm to Us Weekly that the rumors are not true and they're still working on negotiations and whatever have you with NBC Universal. Mm -hmm. But maybe there's another person leaving the show because there are two new housewives we'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see. All right, moving over to New York. And uh, Miss Sonia Morgan got a little plastic surgery, and she's looking pretty good. She is looking pretty good. I mean, the thing I love about Sonia, we both love Sonia, but her, her her honesty, and she's just sort of straight up with stuff. She's like, oh, people were asking about my fresh look. Well, here it is. And she put up a before and after (laughs) picture on Instagram and just spelled out what she had done and even shouted out her plastic surgeon. I love it. I love it. You might as well just, if you're going to get the work done, just let it all out there. I mean, people are going to see it. Yeah, we have eyes. We get it. We can see that you look fresh as hell. (laughs) Right. She looks amazing. And, you know, we love Sonia. We're going to dive a little bit more into New York in a little bit because obviously there was so much going on with Beverly Hills this week. Before we get to our exclusive interview with Melissa Gorga, what were your thoughts on New York? Oh, well, <laughs> Ramona's party with all of her friends. Well, first of all, wasn't it 50 friends? And then I feel like Leah and Sonia were referring to like 100 women in the room. How many women were there? It was, it's like I, a countless. I love the ticker that was like friend number eight. I was dying. <laughs> and all the I women just so seem so funny. random. They so ran. And I love that Sonia's like, they were my friends first. <laughs> oh, completely. She she was already bitching about it in the car with Luann. I kind of <sighs> don't blame her because I had forgotten last year, Ramona didn't even invite Sonia to her birthday party. Right. She invited yeah. all these other women. And it's not, I'm not, I don't get really territorial about friends unless like I get snubbed. Like if I'm not included on something, it's like, 
wait, I introduced you guys. Like, right. how did I get snubbed from this party? <laughs> totally, totally. And uh, obviously, uh, Leah getting in trouble. We're going to talk about that a little bit more because I think you have that coming up. But yeah, like, uh, poor Leah. She, like Dorinda said, she can do no right. She can do no right. And like Ramona just freaking out at the end and trying to shut production down. Where are the producers? And like, right. looking dead in the camera. I'm like, that's all for show. And also... So- I thought, oh my God. did you feel like Dorinda looked like she didn't even get ready? Yes. <laughs> I was, I, and I love her. And Dorinda, if you're listening, please forgive me. But it just sort of, you know that thing, like when you get ready and then you like, you get ready too soon and then you like take a nap on the couch. Yes. yes. That's kind of what she looked like. She was like, oh, I'm late for the party. But like forgot yeah, to like go. touch up her hair and makeup. <laughs> right. Yeah. She's like, oh, whatever. Yeah. She's I'm like, screw go. it. It's Ramona's party in like a conference room with uh, 50 <laughs> women. <laughs> It's Ramona's living room, Joe. Yeah, I didn't get that either. Uh, even, I didn't get her, it either. Even her daughter was like, what does that mean? She had to like explain it. This is bizarre. Oh my God, it's so bizarre. It's so also, funny. Did, oh I don't God. know if you saw, Christine, last night on Watch What Happens Live, I watched, because Leah was on and they were talking about how Sonia was dancing on the, the glass oh tray and breaking it. So yes. apparently the glass, like Leah was trying to defend why she wasn't the only one being, quote, messy and a little crazy. Uh-huh. Apparently some of the glass flung onto the floor dorinda stepped on it so <gasps> and they had to go to the er because she had because she got cut so bad oh my god oh, I'm, I'm shocked they didn't show that i know me too oh my god that is hysterical I know, maybe uh, we'll get it madly. next week but Lee, uh, when she said that i was like oh my god like they should have continued that episode because it didn't stop there no, definitely didn't stop there. Um. Oh, I love that so much. All right, <laughs> let's let's move on because this week we sat down with Melissa Gorga, of course, from Real Housewives of New Jersey. And she actually gave some advice to Denise Richards on, you know, how Denise obviously flees the scene every anytime she's in the hot seat. Yes. So Mel- Melissa gave her some advice. She also talked about what it's been like or what it's going to be like to film during the coronavirus pandemic. Give a little update on Teresa and what it was like spending 4th of July with some of the ladies. So take a listen. How do you feel about filming during COVID and everything going on? How are you guys feeling about that? We, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be a new filming for, for the housewives. It really is. It's going to just be a new norm for us too. And like masks in between and seeing the production people are going to have masks on and we're going to be COVID tested twice a week. It's no joke. We're taking it very seriously. Uh, Nobody wants to get sick because that would be a major problem. We'd have to shut down production. And so we're just being very, very careful. There are a lot of rules about COVID and we're trying to do it as safe and as healthy as possible. Mm -hmm. Have you been filming at all like at home? Because I know like you see New York and you see Beverly Hills, they're kind of doing their confessionals at home. Have you guys been doing that, like kind of documenting your time? No, we we were definitely during the quarantine, documenting ourselves during the Uh quarantine just to kind of keep everyone up with how it was because we right. couldn't have house. So yeah. we were, we were uh, shooting some home video. That's good. What was it like to have a little Jersey Shore reunion? I mean, I saw you with uh, some of the girls down the shore. That must have been a lot of fun. It was nice. It was nice. You know, I love to host 4th of July. I'm, I feel like mm-hmm. I'm the party person. I always host the parties. So I had a 4th of July party at my beach house. It was so great. It was so great. We had such a fun time. It was such a good night. 
just typical party drinks, cocktails. The girls all getting together. Dolores showing us her new ass. I know you're good. Uh, <laughs> Margaret was getting her boobs done. Um, let's see. I don't know. It was just you know the craziness of all of us girls together. So it was yeah. Fun. How does Dolores look? She looks really good. I don't ever think she needs anything. And if anyone knows, like I grab Dolores's ass all the time. I do it all the time. It's just my thing. I like to grab her her ass. So um, I thought it was fine. Yeah, definitely. I noticed Jennifer wasn't there. Have you spoken at all? No, I haven't really spoke to her since the reunion, just because, you know, she thinks I'm so self-centered. So why do we need to speak? (laughs) (laughs) So what do you make of all the drama going on on Beverly Hills? You know, obviously, Denise has had some pretty intense moments, but, you know, as a housewife, should you leave those situations when these intense moments happen? Like, how do you think that she's handling these? I mean, I always say stay there and like get your get out whatever you want to say, because when you leave the scene, sometimes that's not always the best way, because then you leave them to talk about it. And it's not always the truth. And it's not always it's always it's a little twisted or it's not. It comes out of context. So I personally never run from a scene. I sit there until I get my point across and explain it and state my facts. And sometimes when you're wrong, you're wrong. You got to just throw in the towel and be like all right, I'm not perfect. And that's why we're on this show to show like, you know, we're not here to act like uh, Mary Poppins. You just got to own it. When you're wrong, you're wrong. When you're right, you're right. Like I've learned just whatever. It's like, it's me. This is what I did. You don't like it. Sorry. Yeah. Was there there ever a moment where the show got too personal for you that you wanted to quit? Because, you know, we kind of see Denise kind of want to throw in the towel a little bit when when all this Brandy stuff comes out. But was there ever a moment for you? I mean, no, it was just always hard for me in the beginning with my sister-in-law and like all the family stuff. And, you know, if she would ever bring up anything that was like, like family drama. I never liked that. You know, when we, whenever we were having that issue, thank God we're past that now though. The rest, I feel like Joe and I are pretty open and honest about, about it all. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, is Teresa date? I mean, obviously it's been so hard during quarantine, but has she been trying to date at all? I mean, Zoom dates at all? <laughs> No, I don't think so because of quarantine. It's like, how do you date? Right. Yeah. How are, I mean, how are things with her and Joe? Have you spoken to him at all? It seems like, no, no. yeah. Fine. They're very pleasant with each other. They're co-parenting. That's about it though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. You know, I mean, it's gotta be hard to co-parent from different, different countries. Different countries. Exactly. (laughs) So it seems like Jersey is full steam ahead. They're going to start shooting soon. They've already been filming a little bit in quarantine. So I'm excited. I am excited too. Did she talk about testing what Candy Burris had said about if they're being swabbed or anything? She didn't say that. She did say that like they're taking precautions with masks and everything like that. They haven't started filming yet. So maybe they they will be doing that. But she did say that, you know, they're taking all the proper precautions and she hasn't spoken to Jennifer since the reunion. So that'll be interesting to see when they all uh, start shooting again. Yeah, definitely. I feel like Jennifer, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. And I wonder if there'll be any new casting additions there. I feel like there has to be. Right? It, I mean, yeah, it, it would be nice to see to see somebody new. Yeah, I think it it just helps. I, I don't want it to constantly be like a turnstile of new women, but sometimes just the one person to spice things up helps a new season. Yeah. As we I, see with Leah McSween. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's go on to who is being such a liar, Camille? You're such a f- liar, Camille. Oh, 
Well, okay. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you go first. <laughs> All right. So I changed. I changed mine as we were. Going I was going to say. I, think- <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't believe Sonia when she didn't get the black wear black memo oh, to the party. Good one. I agree. <laughs> And she was dressed in full-on sequins, full-on sparkles. The the brightest dress you have ever seen in your life. And she's like, I didn't get the memo. It's like, yeah, you did. And then you chose the most obnoxious dress in your closet. Totally. A most obnoxious dress with uh, her little fur, a little wrap that she still had the tag on. I mean, she is just, and you know that Ramona was just uh, seething, even though she said, you could wear whatever you want. Yeah, she was actually uh, pretty kind to Sonia and Lena about their attire. I was surprised. I, I was thought surprised she was going to throw a hissy fit. Yeah. <laughs> also, Ramona lying when, even Sonia called her out, lying when she didn't know when Sonia's birthday was. Oh, yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> Sonia kept being like, it's next week. They've been friends for right. 20, 30 years. You know, especially when your birthday is close to someone else, you remember that. Yes, you remember it. Yeah. Oh, my God, I love it. I love it. Well, Joe, what about you? Well, my liar, to continue off of that, goes to Ramona for saying she's going to quit the show on the spot. Last yeah. night's episode... She made it seem like such a ordeal that the ladies were like, they were just like, remember freak dancing in the 90s? Like, that's what they were doing. They were just sort of like (laughs) grinding on each other. And yes, it was a little, not obnoxious, but it was a little like not of the the vibe. But they were, everyone at that point was drunk and just having a good time and trying to spice it up. I wouldn't have, I think Ramona was just lying through her teeth that she was going to quit the show because of it. Like, give me a break. Right. Give me a break. So dramatic. (laughs) So, so dramatic. All right, let's go on to who's going to check us, boo. Who's going to check me, boo? Oh, Christina, go ahead. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to continue on the party. The the Ramona train. (laughs) I'm going to continue on the Ramona train. I just really, I mean, we talked about this a little bit up top, so I won't talk about it too long, but... The way she treats Leah, it's just like she's like a, a child. Yeah. Like she's like 12 years old. Like everybody else was dancing that that provocative way, you know, and right. she just kind of singles Leah out. And she really has it in for her. And it seems like things are really going to blow up next week when they go to Mexico. Yeah. Um, I think shit is really going to hit the fan. Going yeah. back to her interview with Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live, Leah said last night, you know, next week, specifically next week's episode, she crosses the line. And I think it's when Ramona says in the Mm -hmm. teaser that she's bipolar and doesn't take her medication. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you can be dramatic on this show and you can throw allegations out there. But when you start talking about people's um, health issues, including mental health and discussing medications they do or do not take, like some things you just cannot talk about. And I do not blame Leah for turning on Ramona. So we'll have to see how this plays out because I'm sure yeah. there will be a lot to talk about next week. Uh, with that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. When I saw that that uh, teaser, I was like, oh, geez, yeah. that is not going to go over Leave well. Leave it to Ramona to just about yep. something off like that. Not good. All right, Joe, how about you? Okay. Uh, last but not least, my check us boo moment of the week is it for me and I hope everyone agrees it took the old school Real Housewives of Beverly Hills cast members to come back on the show to finally get things started I think we always need a little Kim Richards we always I wouldn't I thought I would never say this always need a little Brandy Glanville I love that we had Adrian Maloof Eileen Davidson Mm -hmm. I love all the ladies together because even if they're not holding a diamond and they're not an official cast member it just sort of gets the drama moving a little bit quicker because we've been waiting for this Brandy and Denise drama and we finally got it. Finally got it. Well, so my last question, Joe, finally. 
So who side are you on, Denise Ooh. or Brandy? Oh my God, that is such a hard bet. <laughs> it is Sophie's choice right now. I know. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't think I can answer it yet. I'm leaning. Yeah. I'm leaning towards Brandy solely mm-hmm. because. And Teddy mentioned this on the after show. She she was her biggest te- Teddy's biggest takeaway was that Brandy seemed hurt. And I picked up yeah. on that too a little bit. Like she sort of seemed like a lover scorned. Like, right. I don't think she was expecting to run off into the sunset with Denise, but no. she sort of seemed shunned by what she yeah. said. And it's like, just admit that we sort of hooked up. We don't have to, right. whatever, but she seemed sad about it. So right now I'm a little team Brandy, but we'll have to see when, like you said, when she's confronted in Rome about this, Denise's face looks like shocked as hell. So I don't yeah, know. Like, oh, what, who are you right now? I think I am Brandy. Yeah. I think I'm from Brandy right now. Right so now, like, but like you said, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, Brandy even said, just you guys wait. It's, it's coming. You'll, you'll probably be on my side. It's, it's coming. Yeah. I mean, so, I, 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 could, don't know. I could be brought over to team Denise if she pleads the case. Cause again, like we said about the mental health thing, if Denise really asked Brandy to not bring it up, that would be really shitty of Brandy to do what she did on national television. Like if they had a little drunken affair one night, fine. But if, if they made a pact to keep it secret, then Brandy made a mistake. We'll see. Totally. We will. We shall see. And so much going on, so much going on. And of course we're going to recap it every single week with you guys. But for now, that is it for this week's episode of getting real with the housewives. Joe, a pleasure as always. A pleasure. We finally got to the drama. No Joe Judice. No Megan King. No Joe it was Judice. a good episode. Good episode. <laughs> it was a great episode. <laughs> Yay, we did it. Um, but in the meantime, until next week, if you need your housewives fix, head on over to smagazine.com where we have got you covered. We'll talk to you guys next week. 